Could the NFL draft start with six straight linemen? Could the Denver Broncos be the first team to select a quarterback in this draft? We're going to get to those answers. It is Mock Draft Monday. Welcome to Locked On NFL Draft. You are Locked On NFL Draft, your daily podcast covering the NFL Draft. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Locked On NFL Draft Show. I'm your host, former NFL and NFL defensive back, Eric Crocker. And of course, as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Ryan Tracy. And as always, you can follow us on social media, on Twitter, Eric Crocker at Eric underscore Crocker on Twitter. And that's Ryan Tracy at Ryan Tracy NFL. We also want to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. It's Mock Draft Monday. So we're getting into it. And we already have this kind of pre-done. We have our picks. So we're going to get straight into it and really kind of talk through who we picked for who, why, what, when, where, how, all that good stuff. And with the number one pick, here you go, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars who are on the clock. And they're taking Evan Neal. Now, we already made sense of, of this whole thing. Trevor Lawrence. You know, someone did actually tell me a good stat. He was only sat like 25 times. But when you watch him, so it wasn't like a high number. like uh, So it wasn't as bad as like a Joe Burrow. <laughs> but he still was running for his life. And he's very athletic. And maybe that helped him get out of trouble. But you could tell his time clock was sped up a lot. You got to give him help. Definitely going with Evan Neal. And I know somebody was like, hey, their defense is the one that was terrible. It is. But still, I'm protecting my young guys. So Evan Neal from Alabama. Welcome to Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, Doug Peterson's going to be in there too. Detroit Lions, we gave them Kayvon Thibodeau just to change it up. I don't know that they're going to just go with Hutchinson because he's he's in state, but a guy that has the spark that might be uh, able to bite some kneecaps as well. You just got to get him fired up, and I think Thibodeau fits there pretty nicely coming off the edge for the Detroit Lions at two. As they get into the combine, thing, I, wonder, I wonder if in the interview – things are going to kind of come out that were kind of funny <laughs> with him because that interview he did on TV about the whole football thing and why he chose not to go to Alabama, it was just it was a little interesting. I want to yeah. see if they hold that against him. If they don't, he'd definitely be uh, up there, a top five pick. Uh, hopefully, I'm pretty sure the Detroit Lions are hoping uh, to them at two. At number three, we got the Houston Texans on the clock, and we have them taking Aiden Hutchinson out of Michigan. Uh, the do-it-all pass rusher. Maybe not as freakish as the next guy that goes, but no. uh, hard worker, great motor, pretty good refined skills. How does he take on strength? That's probably a question after the playoff game, but I'm pretty sure Houston Texans, they'll be happy with the pick. Yeah, we, we decided that we we're going to go. What can make the biggest impact? So the New York Jets at four get David Ajabo, the other edge from Michigan. Very high for him. I was probably going to go a different direction, but you felt pretty strongly about Ajabo, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, watching them on film, and a matter of fact, I was watching cornerback Vincent Gray, and the guy that just jumped out the most and kept flashing with big-time ability, it was David Ajabo, and it wasn't close. Matter of fact, I mean, I I, I wonder once combine rolls around and all that, will there be t- people that start to nitpick enough to say, you know what, I'm going to take the higher upside over Aiden Hutchinson. I think that's something that could potentially happen. And if you saw what I saw against Indiana, I think you would be saying the same thing. Um at pick five, you got the New York 
Giants on the clock. And uh, going off the line here, Equinu, and uh, out of North Carolina State. And this is a guy who, again, can play tackle, potentially play guard. We'll see where they want to put him. But ultimately, this is about protecting their young quarterback, Danny Dimes, a.k.a. Daniel Jones, a guy who they've committed to. And they said he's going to be the guy moving forward. So if you're going to commit to him, you got weapons, potentially got a running back, got to get him some protection there and go with the offensive line. Rounding out top six, another lineman, Carolina Panthers go Charles Cross. Just feel that value is there for them and what they want to get done. Who knows who's going to be throwing the ball for them. A lot of rumor floating around right now. We come back, and the first non-trench player comes off the board for the New York Giants, Derek Stingley. You're pretty confident that he's still CB1, right? Yeah, well, no, not very confident. We'll see how everything works out. Stingley has been weird. You know, he had a terrific rookie season, freshman year. Uh, I think he was awesome there. You know, you see the big time ability. He has the size. He's definitely going to be a height, weight, speed type guy. Moves extremely well, fluent, good feet, coverage skills downfield. All that checks the boxes. But there have been some injuries. He definitely struggled against some guys like, I don't know, Devontae Smith, who really torched him two times. Uh, freshman year and sophomore year. So um, luckily they have to deal with him this year. Then eventually it was just like, okay, I'm done playing college football. But uh, Stingley, I like it. I think after the combine, there might be some questions about who the true CB1 is in this class. And some people might have him. Some people might have Booth. Some people might have Sauce Gardner. Yeah, I think uh, it's going to be pretty varied. At pick eight, and this is tough, you know, can you go quarterback with Atlanta? They have a quarterback who, you know, you talked about the cap space, 48 was it $48 million against the cap with Matt Ryan? And <laughs> it's, it's not yeah. ideal. Can't be an agent for a day. <laughs> right. I know. I'll get, take three, get three to 5% of that. Uh, so you want to protect him. The one thing that continued to jump out when I was watching them, you could probably go receiver here because they need help there as well, especially what happens with Ridley. We're not sure. But they got to protect the quarterback first and foremost and potentially find a receiver and later around. So we went Trevor Penning out of Northern Iowa, a guy who – some people are, I mean, we have them at pick eight. That might be even too low for some of the things that we're starting to hear as it pertains to that uh, young offensive tackle. Come back, and the first quarterback off the board is Matt Corral to the Denver Broncos. Now, there are options here. They they chose not to go quarterback in the last draft. They struggled this season at the position. I think they're going to make a positional change that they can bring in some new blood, somebody with some spark. Corral right now I think is the dark horse. Uh, could have been Willis here as well, but I think they're going to look hard and heavy at that quarterback position. Then we come back with the New York Jets. First wide receiver to go, a guy that can do a little bit of everything, help out that young quarterback. Your thoughts on Traylon Burks from the Jets? Well, I mean, I love him, obviously, big-time ability. and I, I think he's going to go to the combine. I think he's going to test extremely well. Uh, this is a guy that's definitely a height, weight, speed type guy, but matches that with the ability to either stretch the field or work underneath. I think some people might be worried a little bit about his route running and maybe won't think that he's supposed to, you know, they think he's supposed to look like maybe a Garrett Wilson or a uh, Jameson Williams or someone in that mode. He's more of a bigger guy, but he definitely does a really good job of shielding guys off. If he can win inside right away on slant, especially in this offense with uh, LaFleur running the thing show there in New York, the younger brother of LaFleur from the Packers. Uh, you know, they still kind of come from that same tree, that Kyle Shanahan tree, uh, an offense that really likes to run a lot of slants and end breaking routes. He can run away from guys, big time run after catch, and maybe they can utilize him. And I know you don't want to really say he's going to be Debo Samuel, but someone that has that type of 
ability and usage. And we saw some of that Alabama, especially with his ability to win vertically down the field with the big catches. All right. But when we come back, we got the Washington Commanders on the clock. All right. We're going to get to those guys and more. But first, we want to talk to you a little bit about Built Bar. All right. Built Bar, it's that time of the year where I know pretty much everyone has given up on their New Year's resolutions, but we haven't. I'm not. And the reason why I'm not is because of Built Bar. It's making it a lot easier to stick to my New Year's resolution. And it almost feels like it's not really a New Year's resolution because it tastes so good and I'm enjoying eating it. And one thing that y'all are really going to enjoy eating is the puffs. And if you haven't tried the puffs, you are definitely missing out. It's the best protein bar that is on the market. I guarantee it. All right, puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They are fluffy. They are marshmallowy. They are not just a protein bar. They are a treat, and they are covered with 100% real chocolate, just like all the other Built Bars. All right, Puffs are a fan favorite, and if you try them, it will be your favorite as well. All right, they come in some really good flavors. Again, uh, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. I love that one. Uh, it's so, so good. And they always have new flavors, so you'll probably have a new favorite one all the time. All right. All the Built Bars are covered with 100% real chocolate. And yes, that is including the Built Bar Puffs. All right, they are low in calorie. They are high in protein. And they can replace any candy bar that you have that you know typically has a ton of all these calories and all these things that are just really bad. Sugar, all that stuff. All right, so low calorie, high protein. Replace that with all your candy bars. They are better. And go to Built.com. Check out the macro chart. All right, you'll be blown away by what you see. High in protein, low in calorie, high in fiber, low in carbs. All right, most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. All right, I mean, compare that to a candy bar, which usually has about 240 grams, uh, 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, dozen net carbs, all right? Mint, brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and new flavors all the time, including white chocolate, cookies, and cream which is now my favorite bar outside of the Puffs. The Puffs are my favorite. All right. Uh, where can you find all this, man? Built Bar. All right. At Built Bar. They, you know, they're all about the taste. They want everything to taste really good. And they actually prioritize the taste first. And after they make sure that it tastes really good, they say, all right, let's figure out how to make this healthy. And they make it extremely healthy. How do they do it? I don't know, but they don't miss with this. All right. They don't miss. All right. You're going to go get you something right now. Go to built.com, use the promo code lock15 to get 15% off of your order. Use promo code lock15 for 15% off at built.com. All right, guys. We are back to the mock, and we've got the <laughs> Washington football team on the clock. Who are they taking and why? Washington. You know what? Commanders, excuse me, wasn't the yes, command. I know, right? Right, it is football team ish, right? That'll work. Um, <laughs> let's change this up so we can make sure we get through this uh, on time. So, let me hit you with this. I'll read them off. You tell me which is your favorite fit of these five in this yep. group. Ooh, I like Washington that. gets Garrett Wilson, the, the Ohio State wide receiver, Minnesota gets Kyle Hamilton, the safety Notre Dame. We gave Cleveland Browns Jordan Davis to fill in that defensive line. Over at the Ravens, went right back with an inside pass rush with Devontae Wyatt and gave the Philadelphia Eagles Jermaine Johnson here at number 15, the edge from Florida State. Who do you like best fit-wise? You no, know, I think the Philadelphia Eagles and drafting Jermaine Johnson at edge. 
you know, this is a team that lost Graham. He like ruptured his Achilles week two. He's already been older. How's he going to do? Uh, what's going to happen with Barnett? They just locked up Sweat. I think, uh, you know, with their first of the three picks in the first round, which, I mean, they have three of the next, what, five picks. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, attacking that defensive line, getting that guy off the edge and helping whatever's on the back end. I think that's a tremendous start. So uh, I think that's the pick that I like most out of those. Again, Kyle Hamilton, very intriguing. Uh, safety out of Notre Dame. But I think Jermaine Johnson to, uh, out of Florida State to Philadelphia Eagles. I like that one most. I, I think you hit mine. It is Kyle Hamilton to the Vikings. With Harrison Smith, there's an out in his contract coming after the 2022 season uh, where they can save significant cap saves. He will be 33 years old at that point. I think there's some concern about longevity there. So you get the heir apparent that you don't have to play and, and be an instant replacement because Hamilton can do it all. I see him as a way to get him into the defense, learn that from multiple positions, allow him to attack whatever he's most comfortable with. This is really, I think, a luxury where you can say, what do you want to do? What are you adapting to the best? And plug him in so that he can have the biggest impact in the rookie season on a defense that has Hamilton still involved. And then he can then take over. I think that's a great recipe for success for the Vikings that honestly could use some turnaround. So we go down to the next five. We give Philadelphia Eagles Ahmad Gardner. Old Sauce goes in there, I think ups that defense instantly. The Chargers get Jameson Williams to replace Mike Williams. It's a Williams for Williams trade, basically, is the way that works out. Uh, The wide receiver from Alabama at 17 to the Chargers. And at 18 to the Saints, we come back with Andrew Booth. I think might be my CB1 when it's all said and done with. We'll see how that works out. Then the Eagles, in their last of the three picks, we went Tyler Lindenbaum. Uh, a zone center that can replace Travis Travis Kelsey. Sorry, Jason Kelsey. Rather easily. Apologies, Eagles fans. I know, I know. Uh, and then the most intriguing pick here for me was Pittsburgh Steelers. We give Malik Willis as a guy that can really lift that offense again. Who stands out to you in those five? Oh, man. I mean, obviously, this one's a little bit harder because you see a, a Sauce Gardner going at 16 and, you know, off the heels of drafting an edge rusher, then the edge rusher's there to protect the guys like this and help out a Sauce Gardner. So I think Philadelphia Eagles, they kind of win there, but I think it's got to be Jameson Williams uh, helping out that young stud quarterback, uh, Justin Herbert. He's special. He's young and he's an explosive passer and getting a guy like him. If he comes back healthy, you know, and obviously he tore that ACL in the championship game, but if he comes back and he's good to go, this is going to be a pairing long-term that's going to really like rough up the AFC West. And, and you're going to need that. You're going to need that high power explosive players to be able to compete with whatever Kansas City is going to be for the next few years uh, with the weapons that they have. So Jameson Williams, he's going to get stronger as the year goes on. And obviously going into his next year, I think that's going to be terrific for a young quarterback. Just give him assets. I think that's what's going to help most. Yeah, I like that. Folks, just friends and neighbors, let me give you a little behind the scenes. This might be the pick that we talked about the longest before we made this decision because it is a risk. And I know a lot of you going, hey, Tore the ACL, he can't go 17. Oh, he definitely can. We, we were talking about him potentially going higher to maybe uh, the Washington Commanders at 11, but we were like, just a guy coming off of that injury, mm-hmm. just can't really take him that high. So that was the only thing that made it to where he'd even be there for a Chargers team, but it just made too much sense. But you know what? I would bet on him potentially going higher, but where are you going to bet? You're going to get all your betting at Bet Online. All right. Football season might be over, but basketball is in full stream ahead with both pro 
and college hoops. All right, from all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next firing head coach is going to land. BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all of your sports betting needs. All right, BetOnline remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball, y'all. All right, BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, UFC odds, right to the Olympic coverage and information that has everything to do with the Olympics. All right, head over right now to the website today to use your mobile device and learn more about the trends and action that's going on in the betting world. Don't believe me. Don't believe these sharks out here. Go to Bet Online. All right. And of course, that's where the game starts. I like it. The game starts now on the clock at 21 for the New England Patriots. We give them Devin Lloyd to fit that gap that may result in Donta Hightower. We come back at 22 to, to the Las Vegas Raiders with Trent McDuffie. The corner out of Washington plays a lot of zone. Can play man, though. I've seen it on film. Arizona Cardinals come back. Trayvon Walker, the power edge that I think could play inside as well for them. Dallas Cowboys, Kenyon Green anchors that uh, offensive line. And we give the Buffalo Bills another interior offensive lineman in Zion Johnson from Boston College. Who stands out to you in those five? So there are a couple that just jump out right away that I really like what we did here. Uh, first is the Las Vegas Raiders, almost called them the Oakland Raiders, all these movement with these teams. But uh, <laughs> the Las Vegas Raiders with Trent McDuffie at cornerback. And I still have to watch more film on him to see if he's worthy of a top 25 pick. But one thing I do know is the Raiders, they are losing defensive backs. All right, you lost Damon Arnett, who you drafted in the first round a couple years ago. Casey Hayward played terrific, but he's slated to be a free agent. What's Mullins? What's he going to do there? There's just a lot of uh, question marks surrounding their cornerback position. You got guys like Matt Max. He's he's put, I think he maybe led the NFL in pressures. So to have a guy on the back end that can play off, he could play press. We'll figure out does he have the long speed, things like that. We're going to hear about that at the combine. But I say right now, I really like. Uh, that pick with the Las Vegas Raiders, Trent McDuffie out of Washington at pick 22. And then my other favorite one, Dallas Cowboys pick 24, taking Kenyon Green out of Texas A&M. You know, this is a very versatile guy. And with Cowboys, they've been trying to mix and match guys and move guys around. They've had some retirements on the line. they got some aging guys on the outside, on the edges. Lyle Collins, what's going to be with him at the tackle position? Are they going to stick with him? Uh, obviously, Tyron Smith, he's getting older. He is not quite the same. And that interior mm -hmm. is kind of a mess. So that offensive line that was the strength of Dallas Cowboys about five years ago, right now it might be one of the weaker units on this team. And if they want to make that a, a strength again, why not go with a guy like Kenyon Green out of Texas A&M, a guy who, again, very versatile. You can put on three different films and see him play three different positions. He could be playing guard. I think that's where he's best suited. But he also mm -hmm. could play tackle. And I think he played well there. So if you have some injuries, which Tyron Matthew, he's missed games. Knock on wood, I don't want to wish injury on anyone. He's missed games. You want to be able to put somebody outside in a pinch that can play well. I think Kenyon Green is that guy. And they talked about him also potentially playing some snaps at center um, in practice. So it seems like a guy who could do it all. I love his ability, his movement, his power, his strength. That's a guy I really like. So those are my two favorite picks. What about you? I like it. I, I actually was arguing to put the Raiders with a, a weapon for that yeah. offense, especially with Josh McDaniels in there. I lost that battle. That's all right. But the thing <laughs> that stands out to be the most in this group is 
the NFL, if this is the scenario that happens, they, they, they went ahead and let Bill Belichick do Bill Belichick and got him Devin Lloyd, I think, a guy that is so perfectly fit to be able to be multiple and a leader and an athlete in that defense, somebody that he can hang a revitalized defense on that I think they have to balance Mac Jones with. I think that might be the thing that the league regrets the most in that group. Now, in the last seven, it gets interesting. Tennessee Titans, we gave Nicobe Dean, the linebacker from Georgia. That one's my fault. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Chris Olave from Ohio State, the wide receiver, gives them a new weapon. Jahan Dotson's a new weapon out of Penn State for Aaron Rodgers or Jordan Love uh, in the Green Bay area, as well as Miami Dolphins come back with a third straight wide receiver with Drake London, giving them a new aspect to their offense. The Kansas City Chiefs grabbed Cameron Thomas, the edge from San Diego State. You heard us talk about him last show. And then the Bengals come back. Jamari Sawyer, interior offensive lineman. That's the way he's listed. I actually think he can play tackle as well. He can do a little bit of everything and help that offensive line. They cannot leave the first round without an offensive lineman, no matter what. The Detroit Lions get Kenny Pickett, QB, from Pittsburgh with the last pick of the first round. Who stands out to you? I think probably Jahan Dotson to Green Bay. You know, they've been clamoring, at least the fans, for that other, like, legit weapon opposite Devontae Adams. And if they are able to keep – or if they are able to keep Aaron Rodgers, and it's not just Aaron Rodgers who sounds like he's going to command around $50 million a year. That's wild. They're not going to have much money to add any resources from free agency as well as having to re-sign or tag or whatever they do with Devontae Adams. So what are you going to do? You might lose Valdez Scantling. You might lose uh, Alan Lazard. But let's add Jahan Dotson, a legit weapon, a speedster. He can line up outside. He can line up in, inside. He's that weapon, I think, that the Packer fans have been craving for for several years now. So I think if out of these guys here that are drafted, I think that was one. Now, I also made the pick for the Miami Dolphins, and I was like, hey, Drake London. Because, you know, you see – their new head coach there, Mike McDaniel, is coming up from the 49ers. They like physical guys that have a mean streak. They don't take any BS. They block. They're aggressive. You see what they did with Debo Samuel. They didn't quite like some of the things that Ayuk was doing. He ended up in the doghouse all right, for a little while until he worked his way out of it. Well, the physicality aspect of things, you don't have to worry about with Drake London. Is he a pure separator like everybody wants? You, know, you don't got to be a pure separator when you're 6'5", 210, 215 pounds. All right, he's above the rim guy. He can win, create separation with his body and win at the catch point. And I think the underrated aspect of his game, how good he is after the catch. And if there's anything I've learned from the 49ers staff, what they like and what McDaniel will probably take over to the Miami Dolphins, they like guys that have good run after catch. So I say those two are my favorite. And then another intriguing one is probably Cincinnati Bengals adding some protection for Joe Burrow, who was on his back most of all last season. Yeah, the way the top of this draft went, we gave so many trench players, so many offensive linemen early. I, I would not be surprised to see this team trade up to try to get in that mix if that's the way it starts to fall. I also think that we picked a, a utility player that can do a little bit of everything for them, someone to help there. Uh, N'Kobe Dean just feels like a great Vrabel guy to me. Um, I, I know the Bucks fans are probably want to know about quarterback, why we didn't do something there. I think that's an option that we'll explore just – fit didn't seem there for me the thing that stands out the most is that it may not be Detroit picking a 32 they may get traded out but I think someone's going to come up for a quarterback at 32 to try to get that fifth year could it be how could it be Desmond Ritter I think it's most likely pick it here somebody that plays in the dome that isn't concerned about the hand size which I think probably by the time the combine comes around it's going to be closer to average than we're worried about 
But I think that that is an interesting pick as well. We hope that you guys think. Let us know what your favorite pick was. Leave your comments over on the YouTube channel. Like, sub, and hit the bell over there as well. And if you'd hit us with the iTunes reviews, let us know what you liked and you didn't like. How crazy are we? Because we're going to do this again next Monday, just like clockwork. That was kind of fun, Croc. That was fun. And uh, hopefully they had a lot of fun watching this show on YouTube. Make sure you hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. Uh, we come five days a week on not just your uh, listening platform, whatever you use, po Apple, iTunes, Spotify, all that good stuff, but YouTube as well. So tune into that, tune into that office, and thank you for making us your first listen of the day. For your second listen of the day, you can listen to Ryan Tracy over there with Locked On Chiefs, and also Locked On 49ers with myself and Brian Peacock. But until next time, we will see y'all. Peace.